0: I'm Crystal Craven, a singer, a songwriter, and a worship leader who is passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. Luke 9, 28-31 says, Now, this transfiguration, as it's usually headed in uh, the Bible on that section, but the transfiguration of Jesus is truly a very remarkable event. It was while he was praying that he was changed. And the setting of prayer is just a really important aspect because although we don't physically alter our appearance through prayer, we do change as a result of it, because prayer aligns our hearts with God's. Now, in this instance, when Jesus' appearance was altered in, in this particular moment, this is similar to when Moses would go up to the mountain and meet with God and come back down glowing, or at least it appears to be from a human perspective, Yet when Moses did it, the glory would fade after being apart uh, from God's presence. And that's actually why he ends up putting on the veil, right? Because he didn't want people to see that the glory had faded. Now, on the other hand, though, the real change here wasn't when Jesus transfigured and was dazzling white. The real change was that he was in human form for a period on this earth. Jesus has always been God, the the Son of God, and will always be. Now, that glorious appearance that was witnessed by the disciples, that wasn't new for Jesus. It had just been concealed while Jesus was on his mission here, coming to dwell among us and to redeem us. Now, it's also very interesting that we get a glimpse of what Jesus was likely to already praying about as his appearance had changed because of the context of the conversation that he was having with Moses and Elijah. He spoke of his departure and that would be his, his eventual death, right? And then resurrection, um, that was to come. Now I have a feeling this was the topic of quite a bit of Jesus's prayers, it was most likely part of his prayers when he had fasted for 40 days and nights, when he was about to kick off his ministry, uh, you know, from that point on to the cross. And with every passing day, those three years from when he started his ministry to when he died, it would undoubtedly come to his mind all the way till the very end of the Garden of Gethsemane. The work that he was set out to accomplish by the Father was not an easy task. And Jesus, being 100% human, even though he was 100% God, still 100% human, would need the strength to endure it. Now, likewise, we have been given work to do by our Heavenly Father, and we too need his strength to carry it out. But do we pray about it? As often as Jesus did? As we spend time with God in prayer, it's time where we can air out our anxieties and our fears, but it's also a time where we exchange those feelings for the confidence that we have in Him as our hope. That hope is an anchor that keeps the ships of our minds from drifting in the storms of life. We know that no matter what we face in this life, the author and finisher of our faith will bring that work that he started in us to completion and it's that knowledge that allows us to come to him and rest when we read that moses and elijah appeared in glory this really just it blows my mind these godly men who had been long since dead had come and appeared to jesus in glory this cannot be explained in our finite human minds and our understanding of time. But by faith, we understand that God is not bound by time, right? He created time, so he's not bound by it. And that, that things that had not yet actually happened, as we understand it, has already happened in light of eternity, it's the same way that Jesus was slain before the foundation of the world, before he was ever even born on this earth in our timeline. So these two men appearing in glory before the end, when we're all changed and have glorified bodies may seem strange to us, but it really isn't strange to God. Now we too are being changed while here on earth, um, not transfigured and we're not in glory. We're not appearing in glory. Uh, but we will eventually be completely changed. And the ways that we are changed here on earth is by our renewal of our minds and from one degree of glory to another. Uh, I have a couple verses here for you. Romans 12, 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And then the second one is from 2 Corinthians 3.18 that says, And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. And when we come to the end of our lives here on earth, whether that be a natural death or persecution or being taken up by Jesus, all of the followers of Jesus will be changed and brought to completion in him. And we know this in 1 Corinthians 15 verses 51 and 52 says, behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we shall be changed so as we come to a close i just want to encourage you as you await your fully glorified body to live your life to fully glorify god praying your way through every aspect of your life here just as jesus did